Planning for retirement with an eye on taxes and fees is a big job. On today's show, some tips to help make sure your money lasts all the way through retirement. Welcome in to Retirement Room. Retirement Room Radio, we are on the air in the New Orleans market. We have the Simons of Simon & Simon Financial. Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. 88 combined years experience between these three. They are fiduciaries, and we get into all all the retirement topics each and every week from estate and legacy planning to safe money strategies, social security planning, tax planning, Medicare planning, a lot goes into your retirement. And we talk about it each and every week. And you're going to have questions about what's going on with your retirement situation. There's an opportunity to get on the calendar with Retirement Rue Radio and Simon and Simon Financial, no cost or obligation that is coming up. So first topic up, saving for retirement. It's a big, big job. And now that we're living longer, it's a little bit bigger job, right? How can we manage our savings and stretch our dollars to make sure we don't run out of money, which is the number one fear for retirees out there. So we want to talk about it. First thing up, we bring in Chad Simon. Chad, what about the fees? Yeah, that's right, Morgan. It's a big one, right? So, you know, when it comes to fees in your portfolio, you really have to ask yourself, do you really know what you're paying for? Uh, and is there value there? It's always about the value proposition. What are you getting for what you're paying for? So here's a few things you, you should be aware of and really ask yourself when it comes to uh, breaking down the fees. And the first part of that is the expense ratio. So um, this is the, the typically the, the fee you'll see the most. Um, it's for most index funds, mutual funds, ETFs, and that is the average dollar value divided by the annual charge applied to all funds. So again, you can see these expense ratios anywhere from 0.04%, like the Vanguard uh, S&P, terrific uh, index fund, is I think 0.044 basis points, which is ext- extremely cheap all the way up to, you know, one and a half or more uh, in the expense ratio. So uh, the second type of fee that we see is uh, mutual fund transaction fees. And these are broker charge fees or broker charges uh, for buying and selling of mutual funds typically. And their fees are commissions and they really depend on the type of fund that you're buying. So, you know, an A share mutual fund is going to have an upfront fee um, called a load, but typically have a lower expense ratio. Class B shares charge higher exit fees and have higher expense ratios. And C shares generally have higher expense ratios, but they're easily convertible to A shares. So say that 10 times fast, right? So it can really be complicated in deciding, you know, which type of fund is best for you. I will say that we've seen in the industry kind of move away from mutual funds and embrace uh, no load funds or ETFs that we've seen exchange traded funds. We've seen a lot of that recently. Uh, which I think is good. ETFs are um, they're, they're more agile, they're more tax efficient. Typically, the, the fees are lower. So we like ETFs over mutual funds. Mutual funds are kind of the old school way of doing it. So that's the uh, mutual fund or fund transaction fees. And then there are management fees. And these are fees that are paid to the fund investment broker advisor. And this is the fee you pay your advisor for managing your portfolio. Uh, and then finally, there are 12B1 fees. And that's the fee pay, fees paid out of a mutual fund or ETF um, to cover distribution costs or marketing costs. So they can average anywhere from 0.25 to I think the max is 0.75 or 75 basis points. Uh, and typically you're reimbursed or credited back to 12B1 fee. So there are so many types of fees out there when it comes to expense ratios or 12B1 fees, mutual fund, uh, broker fees, advisor fees. You really want to, you know, the good rule of thumb is expense ratio is the one you're going to see the most. If you have an expense ratio or fund with an expense ratio of 1% or less, you're in good standing. But that's kind of a brief 
review of fees. And you really got to make sure you have an eye on that because it can make a huge difference over many years when it comes to your know, accumulation, your retirement portfolio. I mean, think about it, folks. I mean, managing your savings and stretching your dollars to make sure your your money is going to last throughout your retirement. That's the discussion. And just knowing the fees, there's going to be an opportunity to get on the counter with Simon and Simon Financial and have these conversations in person. And you can ask questions about fees, uh, commissions, everything that's in your portfolio. That's called a second opinion, folks. And uh, again, Simon and Simon Financial are going to open up their calendar for the upcoming week here in just a little bit. But discussing just managing your money, stretching your dollars for your retirement. This next one, build a retirement plan. Do it right now. And wherever you are in your retirement process, it never, never hurts to go ahead and update your strategy. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that, you know, this is the biggest thing that we see is people are underestimating how much they should uh, put away for retirement, um, what their accounts are being charged, how much they're making, how much they will make uh, based on um, historical returns. You know, the market doesn't always repeat itself. What we've done in the past and that won't necessarily uh, be the same in the future. So you really have to look at things from a conservative perspective and, and saving enough over a long enough period of time and really having a clear vision of how you want to retire, whether it's a vacation around the world or playing golf every day, whether you want to spin down every dollar uh, you have in retirement like Gerald and kind of run out of gas as you land on, on the tarmac or you want to leave a you know, million dollars to your kids, whatever it may be, having a clear vision and then implementing that uh, with a sound strategy with an advisor. Um, I know there's lots of studies that show working with an advisor is exponentially beneficial as opposed to not working with an advisor when it comes to retirement planning. So really having a clear vision of what you want to do and then working to achieve that. I mean, hitting some tips just for you. Uh, and if you've got any questions about whether or not your money, your savings, is going to last you throughout your retirement, you need to kind of face these things. And the first one we've already talked about, you know, knowing what the fees and commissions are within your portfolio. And, you know, build a retirement plan right now. And if you haven't started, get started. But if you have, uh, you know, take a look at it. You know, it's, it's okay uh, to have a second opinion. It's okay to pivot uh, with your plan. I mean, a lot of these things can't be set in stone, folks. They are going to change. Uh, they evolve, so to speak, uh, when you're talking about retirement. And again, these are things you really kind of keep an eye on and make sure you can stretch your money and make sure it lasts through your retirement. Next up for you, Chad, managing your debt. We talk about debt quite a bit, and this is a killer for a lot of retirements. Yeah, you know, it's hard to save when you've got a lot of debt over your head, especially high interest debt, you know, so we always recommend um, whether you're young or old, you know, start by listing all of your debts in order of highest to lowest interest rates. Um, there's good debt and bad debt, you know, consumer credit card debt uh, is bad debt, you know, most credit cards charge anywhere from 20 to 30% or more uh, interest rate, um, you want to start there. Um, and then there's good debt, which is like your home, your mortgage, you have equity, you, you build up in your home, everyone's got a mortgage. It's okay to have a mortgage when interest rates are this low. It's it's often better to uh, not over contribute to your mortgage and, and basically turn yourself into a bank. If your assets can be making three, four, five percent more average annual return than the bank is charging you on your low interest mortgage or thirty year mortgage, then that's the way to play it. So there's good debt and bad debt, but managing it is is definitely a key part of uh, 
determining where you are and where you need to be when it comes to retirement. Talk retirement each and every week with Simon and Simon Financials. Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. We call this Retirement Rue Radio in the New Orleans market. If you've got any questions about your retirement situation, there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial, no cost or obligation. That is coming up here in just a little bit. But these are just tips to kind of stretch your savings uh, as you are heading towards retirement and into retirement. So we've talked about managing your debt. We've talked about you know having that plan, getting started on that plan, but also being able to pivot. If you're in the middle of it, uh, it's okay to have somebody take a look at it. And if you need to change, you can change. And then talk about those fees and commissions with inside that portfolio. Make sure you're aware of those. Stretch those savings uh, for your retirement. What about creating guaranteed income streams? Yeah, that's a big one. So, um, you know, according to the IRS, the average millionaire has seven income streams, which is a lot, um, you know, and from personal experience, we can say, you know, we have some people that we see that are asset uh, rich and income poor and income rich and asset poor. And that's, we see that a lot, but, you know, multiple income streams or having the asset base to create the income that you need in retirement is is the biggest part to that, you know. We talk about a lot in, about inflation, and we see how that's kind of destroying a, a really challenging retirees and, and everyone who's on a low fixed income. And really, the people that are affected most by inflation are people that are on a low fixed income. So if you're depending on solely on one or income source or just your Social Security and then the cost of beef goes up 50 percent, the cost of gas goes up 50 percent, you're really going to be struggling to to make those bills every month if that's your only uh, income source or if you don't have more assets to to chip away from. So, um, yeah, income creating more income streams or having the assets allocated in a way to create the income you need to supplement your Social Security or other income streams, That that's what it's all about. Simon and Simon Financial, the power behind Retirement Rue Radio here in the New Orleans market. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we're hitting tips just to stretch your savings for retirement. And this is a little one. It sounds little, right? But it could be a big one. Increase your contribution by 1% each year. Yeah. You know, this is something we tell, especially our younger clients or our, our clients who have kids and they're worried about their future, their financial future, and whether or not to contribute to a 401k or IRA. So we tell our, especially our younger clients and their uh, children, clients' children, you know, contribute, just do as much as you can, a little bit more. I'm telling you, you know, Einstein said the most probable force in the universe is compound interest. And it's so true. If you look at just a couple hundred dollars a month or a few hundred dollars a year compounded at 10 or 12% over 30, 40 years, the numbers are astronomical. You're talking about several hundred thousand dollars conservatively, just from a hundred dollars a month or, or less. Um, so it, it really makes a huge difference. Start small, every little bit counts. And, you know, time is your friend. Again, it's not time in the timing the market it's time in the market so that has everything to do with uh, making those contributions regularly and letting it grow using the compounded interest um so that's a big one yeah tips to stretch your savings we've gone over them now's the opportunity to get on the calendar with simon and simon financial chad what's going to happen for the next five callers that's right morgan so for the next five callers we're going to custom design an easy to understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan there's no cost or obligation to all callers. We have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income. All right. We've got five spots. If you've saved 
200000 towards your retirement. These strategies are going to work best for you. This will help educate and enlighten. Here's the number, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Courtesy service provided at no cost. 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Some surprising statistics about how Americans are using their 401ks. How much do you really know about your 401k? You might be surprised what your money is doing while you work. Retirement Room Radio, we are on the air in New Orleans. Simon and Simon Financial, they are the power behind the program where you can find Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of Simon and Simon Financial. 88 combined years experience between these three, a father and his sons, and they talk retirement each and every week with us here on Retirement Roo. And we hit all the topics with this next one, the 401k, great savings vehicle to help us get ready for retirement. But what do you really know about how they work? Well, we put together some things to remember when it comes to your 401k. First up, Grant, the average person only holds a few funds. Yeah, Morgan, this is kind of surprising, but it's something that we see quite often. Uh, mutual funds and ETFs are responsible for the vast majority of assets held in 401k accounts. But data from Vanguard suggests that savers tend to use only a handful of funds to hold their wealth. Uh, on average, participants were offered 17.9 fund options in their 401k, but the average account invested in just 2.7 of them. And that's typical because so many people, when they are automatically enrolled into a 401k, they start a job six months or a year later, they get into their 401k and there is an automatic enrollment. It puts them in one or two funds and people just kind of go with it. They don't really look at what the options are that are available in the 401k to try and plan and make those investment changes from what they were initially started with. 60 million plus are in 401ks, folks. A lot of people do this. You might be in a 401k for your retirement. And these are things to remember about the 401k. So we've talked about the average person only holding a few funds. This next one, roughly half, get this, 50%, roughly, all contributions are invested in one type of fund. Yeah, that's right. So when money flows to Vanguard 401ks, nearly half, 49%, is invested in target date funds. Target date funds became very popular over the last 10 or 12 years or so. And essentially what they are designed to do is to make investing easy. They automatically will shift uh, an investor's funds away from stocks into bonds as they get closer to their target retirement date. So you might see a Vanguard lifestyle target retirement date 2033. And that might be the date that you are planning to retire. So further away you are from the year 2033, the more the fund will have in stocks. As you get closer to the year 2033, the more the fund will have you invested in bonds. The problem with that, all of these are handled by an algorithm for a computer. There's no real management. It's just simply as you get older, it redoes the composition of the fund to either bonds or stocks. And the problem with that is, is that if interest rates are spiking as you get close to your target retirement date, 
your funds are being moved into bonds that are losing value because when interest rates go up, the value you can sell a bond for goes down. So if you're not doing the real management of the assets inside of the 401k, you're just letting a computer do it for you. You could have some terrible things going on in the market, but because it's on automatic uh, play, it's going to do this regardless of what's happening in the marketplace. That's why here at Simon & Simon, we will help anybody that's getting ready to retire or even five, 10 years out from retirement. We help them by managing that 401k. What is it invested in? Making sure that as they get closer to retirement, we're guiding them to the best funds available to keep them as safe as possible when they get there. But if they're further away, we want them to be growing that money as much as possible. So we make sure that the best funds available in the 401k are always selected. You're locked into Retirement Rue Radio. Simon & Simon Financial, the power behind the program. Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. Again, 88 combined years experience. It's about retirement, folks. We have these discussions each and every week. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we're just kind of going over the 401k and just things to remember about your 401k if you have one. Uh, so we've talked about, you know, the average person only holds a few funds. Also, roughly half of the contributions are invested in one type of fund. And this next one, Grant, savers rarely buy their company stock. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so one of the most basic rules of personal finance is to diversify your investment portfolio from your income. You know, you don't want to have your employer hitting a rough patch and then you have all of your money in the company stock. You don't want to lose your income because they fire you. And then because they're going through a rough patch, the company's stock price falls. I will tell you this, however, that many places that are traditional big oil companies, I think Chevron, uh, something like 60% of their 401ks uh, participants have their money in Chevron stock. So it depends on the company that you're with. Uh, we see a lot with the big oil companies. People usually have a lot of their 401k assets invested in the company stock. Uh, one unique thing that you have the ability to do if you invest some of your money in your company stock you have the opportunity to take advantage of what's called NUA, or net unrealized appreciation. So let's say you've been working at uh, Chevron for 30 years and you bought stock 30 years ago in the company that only had a share price of $10, but now it's 120. Hmm. When you retire, you have the ability to pay the taxes on that $10 basis that you bought on that stock roll it over into a brokerage account, and now you'll pay capital gains taxes on all of the growth on those stocks that you bought 30 years ago. And if you're married, if you have a modified adjusted gross income of zero to $80,000, your capital gains tax rate is 0%. So there's all kinds of unique things and creative things that you can do if you have some of your money invested in your company stock that you cannot do if it's in the various mutual funds that are offered in the 401k. Folks, retirement planning, I mean, it is a big, big deal. Working with a professional, even bigger deal working with a fiduciary. And again, we have these conversations each and every week, and there are going to be questions popping up, you know, about your retirement. So there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. It's coming up here right around the corner. Uh, jump on it when you get the opportunity. Come in and talk about your retirement situation. If you're currently working with someone and you're in the middle of a plan, and you've got questions about fees and commissions, 
Get a second opinion. One of these spots could be for you as well at Simon & Simon Financial. So things to remember about your 401k because 60 million-plus workers out there have a 401k. We've talked about the average person only holding a few funds in their 401k, also roughly half of all contributions that are invested in one type of fund. And then this last one, savers rarely buy their own company stock. But again, there are examples, because we said rarely, uh, that indeed there are people out there purchasing their company stock. So have that conversation uh, when you sit down. Uh, most people get started because, and you already mentioned this, Grant, it's automatic. That's right, uh, Morgan. Automatic enrollment for uh, your 401k, and there are countless studies that show this. Um, if you have automatic 401k enrollment, this increases savings rates and worker outcomes. People who won't put in the effort to start contributing to a 401k plan are usually the same people who won't go through the effort to turn off automatic contributions. Personally, I think every company should automatically enroll their employees, assuming that they meet the requirements of working there for at least six months or a year or whatever their, their company's requirements are, I think they should automatically enroll people into the 401k. It is the single greatest way for a person to be able to save for retirement, especially if your company offers a match. If they're matching 4% of your contributions, you should at least be putting in 4% because it's 100% return day one. You're doubling your money for every dollar you put in up to the match. So we always tell people, look, if your company matches, if you're lucky enough to work with a company that does that, you should definitely take advantage of that first and foremost. Before you invest any money with us, that's the first place you need to go. Number one, you can contribute much more to a 401k than you can to an IRA. But number two, you're getting that free company match that you don't get anywhere else. So that is a huge thing. And I think it should be, I think all, should, all companies should automatically enroll you. We are talking retirement with Grant Simon. Again, Simon & Simon Financial, the power behind the program, which is Retirement Rue. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. And these are things to remember about your 401k. And the last one for you, Grant, is that the median saver, right, puts away about 10% of his or her income into that 401k. Yes, that's right. So in plans Vanguard oversees, the median person socks away 10% of his or her gross income. Employer matches help bring up the median savings rate, multiplying the employee's contribution for from his or her paycheck. Uh, this is a number that we see often, that 10% number. A lot of people say, you know, you should sock away 10%. Look, the reality is not everyone can afford to save 10% of their salary. Some can afford to save more. But whatever you can afford to save, you should be saving it. And more is obviously always better. If you have the ability to put or max out your 401k, to put more or max out your 401k, you should take advantage of it. Nothing in the world can beat saving early and often. Questions about your 401k strategy? Now's the opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial. Grant, what's going to happen for the next five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There's no obligation or cost to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. 
Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. All right, we got five spots. Now's the opportunity. If you've got at least 200000 saved for your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Again, five spots. Here's the number, 800-728-2225, 800-728-2225. Goal of the show, help you make the best decision. Get on the calendar right now with Simon & Simon Financial, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Learning from our mistakes is good, but learning how to avoid them is even better. When we come back, we'll show you some things retirees wish they knew before they got there. Retirement Rue, we're back. Chad Simon, Grant Simon, Father Gerald Simon, the father and founder of Simon & Simon Financial, the power behind Retirement Rue Radio in the New Orleans market. I'm Morgan Patrick consumer advocate and the Simons are fiduciaries. We talk retirement each and every week and we hit a lot of different topics, folks. And you're going to have questions about what's going on with your retirement. So get some answers and we have an opportunity for you to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial, no cost or obligation. And you can ask those in person. We're going to get into this one. So no one really knows, you know, what retirement has in store for them. So here are some things that many retirees wish they knew before they left work. So this is almost like back to the future, folks. We're going to talk about things that you need to know now before you actually hit retirement. So you have an advantage. First one up, Grant, there are no guarantees for your retirement investments. Be aware of it. Yes, that's absolutely right. You know, many people prepare for retirement with investments, but they really should know that there are no guarantees when it comes to their returns. Just ask some of the retirees who collectively lost $3.4 trillion in the Great Recession. And as you approach retirement, rebalancing your portfolio to protect against these risks is one of the biggest things that you can do to prevent something like this from happening. So what we try to help people do that are getting ready to retire is make sure that their assets are allocated properly so that even if there is a big drop right before retirement, they have a place to go to get the income that they need while they're waiting for the market to rebound. If you never have to sell at a loss, you never have to experience what so many people experienced during the Great Recession, what happened with COVID, 010203. You want to have a place to go to get that income that you need while you're waiting for the market to rebound. Selling at the bottom is the single worst thing that you can do. Having that place to get the income is the smarter way to handle these types of risks. Talking retirement each and every week with Simon and Simon Financial, the power behind Retirement Room Radio, and just some things that retirees uh, over the course of time wish they would have known before they actually left work and retired. And this next one is becoming more and more obvious. It's we're living longer and the cost that are tied to that, obviously, it's more expensive. Yeah, that's absolutely right. According to the World Health Organization, life expectancies grew by five and a half years between 2000 and 2016, which is obviously great for global health, but it also could impact your retirement plans. You need to save more for retirement than your parents did, 
even with inflation taken into account, because you will probably live longer than they did. So inflation right now is making prices rise dramatically. But in addition to that, if you live an extra five or 10 years longer than you are expecting to, now your assets are under two types of stresses. They're under stresses from increased prices and they're under stress from longevity. So making sure that you're saving more to prepare for that is the best way to prevent you from either running out of money because you live too long or because prices went up too fast and you didn't have enough save to prepare for it. We're talking about things that retirees wish they would have known. They're, see, they're in retirement now and they wish they would have known this before they left their jobs. So we've talked about you know no guarantees for your retirement investments. It also costs more to live longer and we are living longer on average. And this next one, You'll make more money from Social Security if you can wait. There are a lot of people out there that can't, but if you can wait, the money is going to be more. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So while many countries offer some form of financial assistance to people who reach retirement age, that amount can change depending on when you claim it. So here in the U.S., you will receive up to 130% of the monthly benefit that you would get at your full retirement age if you wait until age 70 to start claiming it, which can certainly help you as you get older. Now, here is the problem. None of us know when we're going to die. So if you waited to claim your Social Security at age 70 and you passed away at 75, you made a very big mistake because now you've only gotten five years of checks. But generally speaking, if you can wait longer to start your Social Security, assuming that you aren't going to have an unforeseen death, you are going to benefit from that because the amount you're going to receive, the checks you're going to get are going to be so much bigger than triggering it at, let's say, 62. Going over some things that retirees, they're, they're there, they're trying to enjoy their retirement, but these are things they wish they would have known before they actually retired. And this is one that I think most people should understand, but maybe it's on the back burner, taxes. And tax planning, Grant, I mean, it can be very complicated. Oh, well, there's no doubt. I think at last count, the Internal Revenue Code, that is the tax code, was something like 82,000 pages long. I believe that's the right number. So it's it's complicated, and it's complicated on purpose. You know, there are countries that have a flat tax. You just simply 10% of whatever you make, that's how much you owe. Our tax code is completely different. It is exceptionally complicated. There are all kinds of deductions that you can take, depending on how you are structured corporately will change the way you're taxed dramatically. If you're 1099 or W-2 salaried, all of those things make how you pay taxes very different, and it is incredibly complicated. Having an advisor that understands the tax code is so important. It's one of the best ways that you can increase the overall return you see in your portfolio if you have the proper tax planning done in the way that your portfolio is structured. Folks, these are just things that retirees wish they would have known before they actually retired. And we're going to bring Chad Simon in for these next few. And Chad, you need to consider health care costs. This is something that we talk about, I want to say, almost on a weekly basis because it is so very, very important. As we age, your health care costs are going to increase. 
Yeah, it's a big one, obviously. This is why we have, you know, someone specifically in our office that their whole job is to do Medicare and insurance planning because it's such a big part of the retirement strategy and the planning process. So, you know, the average American couple will spend roughly $280,000 on health care in retirement, uh, which can include prescription medication, dental and vision care, you know, the insurance premiums, medical devices not covered by your insurance or medical uh, Medicare if you're over 65. You know, as te- technology continues to allow us to live longer, it's like we talked about earlier, um, we're going to have to live longer. We're going to be able to live longer with chronic illnesses, which means the cost of care is going to continue to go up. We're going to be able, we're going to be able to live longer, but it's going to cost more because that what we, we need to pay for the services and medications to keep us living longer will increase, but also the time, uh, the amount, the time that we'll be alive will increase. So we need to have our portfolio last longer as well. So there's two aspects to it, you know, having the money to pay for the expenses and then making sure you've allocated your uh, assets in a way that you can withstand living to age 90 or 100 or, or even past that. Well, and to piggyback on healthcare costs, I mean, you need to be aware of it, but also uh, the need for potential long-term care is is a very real issue for so many of us. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a re- it's a very big fear. I mean, I, I would imagine, you know, 60, 70% of the clients, I don't care what age they are that we see when it comes to retirement planning, the one thing they bring up is long-term care uh, almost always. So half of all Americans 65 or older will require some form of long-term care um, before their death, according to Forbes. And that long-term care can cost quite a bit, as most people would know. We've got a nursing home here that's one of the best in the States around our area in Covington. And um, it can cost anywhere to, you know, up to upwards of $20,000 a month or more, depending on the quality of care. And then there's, you know, nursing home care, there's skilled nursing care, there's living at home care, understanding the different types of care, um, what long-term care insurance covers, if that's an option for you, or just planning to self-insure or having the assets available. All that goes into the planning process. And again, it's about starting early. If you can start early enough, you can plan for any unforeseen issue that may come up, whether it's healthcare expenses um, or long-term care expenses or any other topics we've been talking today about. Um, if you have the right plan in place, you can uh, accommodate it, but you have to start early and you got to work with someone who um, can allocate or help work to allocate your assets um, for whatever may come. Retirement Rue Radio in the New Orleans market. Simon & Simon Financial, the power behind this program. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. I mean, so much goes into your retirement. And just, you know, discussing, you know, what retirees uh, that are already in retirement wish they would have known before they actually, you know, stopped working. And there are so many different elements, and we're only hitting just a few of these folks. So have the conversation in person. Talk about uh, some things uh, that you are concerned about as you head towards retirement. We're going to give you that opportunity right now. Simon & Simon Financial, they're going to open up five spots in the upcoming week for the radio listeners. So that being said, uh, Chad, what's going to happen for the next five callers? That's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There's no cost or obligation to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. 
Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that can turbocharge your retirement income. Folks, remember, uh, it's about having that conversation, starting your plan. If you're already working with someone and you've got questions about your portfolio, get a second opinion. One of these spots could be for you. Again, if you've got at least 200000 saved towards retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Five spots. They will go fast. Get in here right now, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Listeners have been busy this week sending us plenty of questions. When we come back, we'll tackle as many as we can. Locked in to Retirement Rule Radio with the Simons of Simon and Simon Financial, Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of Simon and Simon Financial. 88 combined years experience between these three. They are fiduciaries and they talk retirement each and every week here on the radio, but they also work it during the week at the office. If you've got questions about your retirement situation, if you haven't started planning, well, there's going to be an opportunity to get on their calendar and you can start. If you're in the middle of a retirement plan, you've got questions, some concerns, get a second opinion. One of those spots on the counter could be for you as well. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and we are launching in to our question and answer portion of the program. And we have Greg in Mandeville. And here's the question. Grant, you'll handle this one for us. It's short and sweet, but it looks pretty complicated. Do beneficiaries pay taxes on life insurance? Yeah, Greg, that is a great question. Now, generally speaking, when the beneficiary of a life insurance policy receives the death benefit, this money is not counted as taxable income and the beneficiary does not have to pay taxes on it. However, there are a few situations that exist in which the beneficiary is taxed on some or all of a policy's proceeds. So if the policyholder elects not to have the benefit paid out immediately upon his death, but instead have the funds held by the insurance company for a given period of time, the beneficiary may have to pay taxes on the interest generated during that period. Many times the insurance companies will set up Think of it like a savings account with the death proceeds, and you'll get a checkbook. You can write checks out of it, but it's earning interest, usually two and a half, three, four percent per year. And you will pay taxes on the interest that is earned. Uh, one situation that is far worse than that is when a death benefit is paid to an estate, the person or persons inheriting the estate may have to pay estate taxes on it. So this is why making sure that your beneficiary designations are correct and up to date is so important. There was a study done that said something like 80% of all 401k plans had improper or incorrect beneficiary designations. Now life insurance, obviously you definitely want to have somebody named for your beneficiaries, but you also want it for your 401ks as well. So you'd never want to have anything that has a beneficiary designation available and not have the right information, having somebody named, 
having the right people on there and having the information correct is so vital to getting all the benefits tax wise, um, as well as making it very simple when somebody passes away. I mean, we often talk about, you know, making sure the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. That's at the top of the list. Make sure your beneficiaries are correct on your accounts and uh, visit them frequently to make sure that is the case. All right. Well, next up, here we go. Kenner is the location. Kevin is there. Chad, handle this one for us. A coworker referred me to a financial advisor that's been working, that he's been working with, I should say. So I went for a visit. And as it turns out, the advisor recommended the exact same mutual fund to me that he recommended for my friend, even though our situations are vastly different. Is it normal for an advisor to have a quote-unquote signature strategy, or is that something I should be concerned about? Yeah, this is such a terrific question, you know, when you're considering working with an advisor. You know, you hear these commercials from these big investment companies on TV, you know, talking about, you know, not using uh, – cookie cutter portfolio strategies or customizing a retirement program for each individual. And that is absolutely true. Um, you know, for, for us, it's really about having a core philosophy uh, around risk, around uh, income taxes, the, the five key principles, protection, growth, income, liquidity, and taxes. You know, we feel if you can get your arms around protection, growth, income, liquidity, and taxes, um, no matter who you are, if you're a multi-million dollar investment or if you're someone with low fixed income and just a couple hundred thousand or less in assets, um, if you can get your arms around those five key concepts, that is the, the core your belief that you need to uh, kind of allocate around. So uh, that is, you know, having a core philosophy and then using the investment tools that we have at our disposal to create a customized portfolio allocation for each individual, um, that's the kind of uh, give and take that you have to have. So it's okay if you have, uh, you know, a wealthy person and a not so wealthy person, the same mutual fund that necessarily doesn't mean, doesn't necessarily mean there's anything wrong with that. As long as it's about, you know, part of a bigger strategy for that ind individual person's specific goals and needs. So, but it's a great question when we get all the time. Question and answer portion of Retirement Rue leads to even more questions with you, the radio listener. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial here in just a little bit, no cost or obligation. And you can ask your questions that you have uh, of Simon and Simon Financial and get those answers and no cost or obligation. So let's go to Harvey for our next question. Chad, you'll also handle this one from Doris. I just turned 65 and I plan to retire in two years. Do most people still have mortgage payments in retirement or uh, do they have their home paid off by the time they finish working? I'm trying to figure out if I should accelerate the process of paying off my home. My interest rate is 3.5% currently and I owe about 40000 Yeah, another terrific question. Another one we get all the time and that is, you know, should I have a mortgage or should I not have a mortgage by the time I retire? And again, it really depends on several factors. So, you know, we are in what's in a renowned historically is the lowest interest rate environment in the last hundred years, maybe ever, uh, probably ever. Um, and when interest rates are this low, it's okay to have a mortgage. We talked earlier about good uh, debt and bad debt. A mortgage is good debt. 
you have equity, it's your largest asset. It's okay to have a mortgage, especially when interest rates are this low. Um, so, you know, if you have a mortgage for your specific situation, you know, you're three and a half percent, that's a great low rate. It's not the lowest, but it's still very low. Uh, and you only owe about 40,000. So I don't know what your note is every month, not having a note, you know, maybe a goal of yours. It is for a lot of people, but, um, if it's a large amount and you only have 40,000 left and you're in a position to continue to pay it down without, um, sacrificing your other income expenses, since you're so close, that can be an attainable goal. Now, if you're 62 years old and you just refinanced a three or $400,000 home and you're paying, you know, $1,200 a month, something ridiculously low because your interest rate was so great, um, then I would recommend not, we would recommend not paying down that debt. So your money could be making, you know, six, seven, 8% conservatively, and the bank's only charging you 2.8 or three and a half percent, and you just refied. It's okay to have that because again, the money that you could be sending to the bank, the extra money that you could be sending to the bank to pay down your mortgage early um, is actually making exponentially more growing on the side. So again, in that situation, you turn yourself into the bank. What does the bank do? The bank gets uh, money. They lend it to you at a higher rate than they're paying the federal government. When you do it the other way, when you turn yourself into a bank and you actually invest the money that you would be paying down your mortgage, um, you, you, your mar those margins are going to you. So again, depends on your situation, but uh, if you're close, you may want to consider paying it off since you're right there. But for most people, when interest rates are this low, we say um, don't focus, don't make that a focus of you know paying it off early. Question and answer with Simon and Simon Financial, the power behind Retirement Rue Radio in the New Orleans market. Final question of the program today, and then there's going to be an opportunity to get on the counter with Simon and Simon Financial. Uh, we go to Slidell. Chuck is there. Grant, handle this one for us. I have two retirement accounts, one that is my current 401k that I'm contributing to and on track for retirement. But I also have another 401k from a previous employer worth about $330,000. Should I roll that over into an IRA or just leave it where it is? Or does it re even matter? Yeah, that is a great question, Chuck. And also another one that we get all the time. Um, so since you have a 401k that you're contributing to where you're currently working, the old 401k, the problem with leaving it there is that you are limited to the number of investment options available to you. Only the number that of funds that are offered inside that plan, those are the only things you can choose from. If you do roll that old plan over into an IRA, now you have access to all investment choices. Uh, it goes from you know 17 funds or 20 funds available to 20,000 funds available. So the opportunity to find the right investments becomes much easier when it's outside of the 401k and in the IRA. Um, for your current 401k, you would want to make sure that you are utilizing it, um, making sure that it's invested properly, it's got the best funds. And also if you're between the ages of 55 and 59, if you were ever to retire, lose your job, get fired, whatever the case may be, you would probably want to keep the funds that you currently have in that employer plan that you're contributing to in the 401k because there's no 10% pre-distribution penalty for withdrawals taken from a 401k between ages 55 and 59 and a half. It's called the rule of 55. So I would definitely say the old plan, roll over to an IRA, 
and keep your current plan uh, in the 401k where you're contributing to, but make sure that it's allocated properly in the best funds available. All right, guys, great job. Um, always uh, fun to hear questions and also get answers, but we also want to help uh, others out there uh, that have retirement questions. So Grant, what's going to happen for the next five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to custom design an easy-to-understand financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. There's no obligation or cost to all callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. If you meet those qualifications, here's what you can expect. First, we'll run a forensic fee analysis to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized income plan using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. Folks, we're just proud to be shedding light on these topics because a lot of you are struggling with them. You've got questions about them, and now you've got an opportunity to get answers. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number, five spots, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Get in here. Get those questions answered right now. 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Insurance advisory services offered through Simon & Simon Financial and Chad Simon. Chad Simon and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Simon & Simon Financial. By contacting Simon & Simon Financial, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.